0: Welcome in to DMVR Bets Daily. Ryan Koningsberg is actually at Broncos training camp today. So the great Harrison Wind (laughs) is here with us. Harrison, I had a decent weekend. And then the UFC happened, and the yeah. final two cards were defined by redonkulous injuries that blew everything. <laughs> Wait, you me.
1: couldn't put a prop on somebody suffering a tear of their cornea in no. the fight? That no. wasn't a DraftKings prop? No, that oh, wasn't. man.
0: We should have thought of that ahead of time, frankly. <laughs> we have that kind of power. So that was a real bummer. That kind of... That, that, that ruined my weekend a little bit. I'm okay. not going to lie, but this Monday brunch special, NBA playoff start... I know everyone takes it as some disrespect that the Nuggets started off. I think we should be honored. We kick off
1: the no, NBA playoffs. No, Audrey, I'm going to stop you right there. This is not an honor. This is a slap in the face from the NBA. The Nuggets are playing while half the country is still asleep or, or working right now. This is a yeah. slap in the face. I, I can't believe you said that.
0: Yeah, I guess, uh, I guess kind of getting... <laughs> I like your optimism, but now, I'm just not there. As an NBA writer, <laughs> has this messed with your schedule? Because you're used to performing at tip top performance right. in late hours because right. you know, Utah, Arizona, Denver, it doesn't matter. We're all getting that Pacific yeah. time zone treatment. Typically, now we're getting this Nap City
1: treatment. Like, like NBA players, I'm also accustomed to the nights. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, my finely tuned body only operates at peak performance at <laughs> that's night. That's right, that's um, right. But like the Nuggets and like a lot of NBA players down the bubble, I, I'm a little accustomed mm. to the earlier start now, like you think basketball. about the scrimmages and a lot of the seeding games that the Nuggets had, yeah, there were a lot of uh, twelve o'clock, one o'clock, mm-hmm. two o'clock starts, right. And um, I felt like the Nuggets got shafted a little on the schedule, mm-hmm. uh, but I do think they're probably obviously more accustomed to it now than they were when this whole thing started. So I'm right. accustomed to it as well.
0: Right, and I think the teams dialed in enough to where eleven a.m., eleven p.m they're gonna be ready for some playoff hoops. Yeah, I but so. I do worry about that, that some of the bigger upsets we've seen, of course the historic Brooklyn upset, have mostly happened in these earlier games. I'm I'm, I'm trying mm. to still get the data there to see if there's a correlation. So let's jump in. Jazz Nuggets, you guys did a whole preview on the Nuggets pod. Adam did a whole preview with George Carl. I want to get into some props. Nuggets, big favorites, minus 186. The Jazz are amazingly at plus 155, the most likely dog to win today, according to Mm. Vegas, because everyone else is in the plus 200s or worse. That includes the Mavs against the Clippers, which Mm -hmm. I
1: think is noteworthy. How do you see this play now? So I think this is a series that Denver flat out should dominate. Mm-hmm. I think it's a series they should win fairly easily. Yep. And just kind of speaking from a 1,000-foot view, the biggest concern about the Nuggets, it's not their offense. It's clearly their defense. They had the worst defense in the bubble, the worst yep. three-point defense in the bubble. Yep. And I think there was some noise to that. They played a lot of really good three-point shooting teams in those seeding games. I think they played like, you know, the top five or top six three-point shooting teams in those seeding games. So there's a little noise there, and there was also just a lot of garbage time that the Nuggets played. A lot of weird lineup. So I don't think those numbers are 100% true. But still, I don't trust their defense in the playoffs. I just don't. Um, I don't trust their three-point defense. I don't trust uh, their defense at the point of attack, which has been Denver's biggest weakness over the last couple years. And Utah shoots a lot of threes. This isn't the Jazz team – that we've come to know over the last couple of years. They're yeah. not a defensive team anymore. Right. They shoot a lot of threes. They spread you out. They run a ton of pick and rolls like they always do. Yeah. Um, so I can get why people would think this game, game one, could be close. Um, there is also a little bit of mystique with Utah. Hmm. You don't, the Nuggets don't know right now, or it, it might have broke over the last couple minutes, but they don't know who the Jazz are starting in place of uh, – Yeah, at the three, I guess. So they'll be starting Mitchell, Ingles, Royce O'Neal, Rudy Gobert. They don't know who that fifth starter is. It could be George Nang. It could be Oni, the rookie. It could be Jordan Clarkson. So a bit of mystique there. Maybe Utah catches Denver a little off guard. Um, And there's probably a a little disrespect towards the Nuggets in that game one line just because, yeah, they had some bright moments over the seeding games, but didn't look like this world beater over those eight games.
0: Yeah, and how much do you credit that lack of three point defense, that lack of defense at the point of attack on the perimeter to them lacking their two best perimeter defenders and Will Barton and Gary Harris?
1: Uh it's got something to do with it. Yeah. Like not having Gary Harris certainly doesn't help. Right. Um, but then again, I mean this has been Denver's biggest problem on the defensive end for three, four years, and they've had largely the same personnel. So yes, having Gary Harris would help. Um if you're looking at the Donovan Mitchell matchup though and limiting his penetration, yeah. that's going to be Tory Craig's assignment and I have to think it would be Tory Craig's assignment even if Gary Harris was in the lineup. Fair. Uh, Tory Craig guard him, guarded him for the majority of the time over the Nuggets and Jazz three matchups this season, so I'd have to think he'd get that matchup today. Um but yeah, containing Jober penetration, I mean, uh <laughs> The Nuggets are not good, like, nightclub bouncers. They just let everybody in. They just open the door and let everybody in. Right, right.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a problem. And then that's where the three opens up, right? right. Because then you're overcompensating to stop the penetration. And, the and also, you've got a off.
1: roller in Rudy Gobert. If mm. you're defending a high pick and roll, and Mitchell gets yeah. into the lane, Rudy Gobert's no slouch. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah he's yeah. the two-time reigning defensive player of the year, but he's also super efficient around the rim if, yes. if he's catching oh. the ball in a roll. So you've got to account for him. And then, uh, you know, you've got the shooters from three as well.
0: If you are the Jazz, would you start Jordan Clarkson, or would you hold on to him as the six-man and spark plug on offense for them coming off the bench?
1: I'd hold on to him. Yeah. I'd bring him off the bench, and I'd go with uh, Yang or Oni, the rookie, mm-hmm. and just maybe see if I can muck up the game a little with right. One, Uh frustrate Murray maybe, because I'm guessing he'd be the matchup on Murray at, right. at least a start if that's what the Jazz go with. And then I would keep Clarkson uh, off the bench because Jordan Clarkson's like a two ed- double-edged sword. Like he, he, right, right, right. yes. he can shoot you into games, he can shoot you out of games. He giveth, and he taketh yes. away. From so I I would want to be a little conservative with that option if I was Utah.
0: Fair enough, I like that. And who's Utah have to guard MPJ? Because that seems like a clear favorable matchup for Denver here.
1: Joe Ingles is going to be the primary matchup. Yep. Yep. And Joe Ingles, super smart player, yes. super high-IQ offensive player, and he's crafty defensively. But, I mean, MPJ's talent alone should be able to shine in that matchup. Ingles is you know, 6'7", 6'8", MPJ right. 6'10", 6'11". He's got the length. Uh, Joe Ingles is strong, though. Yes. You know, he's not going to just step aside and let MPJ go to the glass like totally. some of these matchups have. So right. um, it, it's not the toughest matchup mm-hmm. for MPJ. I don't think it's a walk in the park either, though.
0: Right. Maybe watch the rebounds. Maybe he won't be feasting 15 rebounds at a time with someone like Joe Ingles put yeah. sticking attention. Potentially. Yeah. Potentially. Well, let's run through some of these MPJ props over, under one and a half three pointers.
1: I got to go over. Yeah. I got to go over. I mean, he's going to play a ton. He's the starting small forward. Uh, the only other option on the wing for Denver is really Torrey Craig. Uh, I don't know how much they're <laughs> yeah. going to play Jeremy Grant three <laughs> right. in this series. He's a huge mismatch at the four against Utah, so right. I think they'd want him there a lot. I would have to go over. He's going to yeah. get him up for sure. You could um, say
0: that's part of his job in this lineup is to provide that spacing by shooting those open threes with the two-man pick and roll of Jamal and Yoke working
1: for sure. And I've said this on the DMV Nuggets podcast all all last week, but the Nuggets absolutely need Michael Porter Jr. to be like a 17th to 20-point scorer in this series. Yeah. They just do. If yeah. Utah gets hot yeah. from three, uh, they're going to fill it up and Denver needs to fall back on some offensive options, MPJ has got to be a consistent offensive threat for them. I think everybody knows that. Michael Malone said that a couple of days ago. So I think everybody's on the same page here. He's going to get a lot of run. Michael Porter is and, i think over two threes is is a good one
0: yeah i like that over 17 and a half points that's right in the range you think he needs to produce yeah
1: that's right in the range i we predicted how many points he'd average in our uh, nuggets preview that's up on thednvr.com right now i think i had him at (laughs) 17.5 oh man
0: oh man so that's almost a stay away you know what's interesting is Grant. Over 12 and a half, you can get him at plus 100. I love that. He's been hot. I love that bet
1: for Grant. They
0: don't have length to match up with him.
1: They don't have length. And this is a Jeremy Grant series as opposed to a Paul Millsap series, I think.
0: Ooh, I like that. Uh,
1: I think Paul Millsap will have his moments uh, because, yes, the Jazz don't really have anybody to guard Jeremy Grant. They don't really have anybody to match up on Paul Millsap if he's playing the four either. (laughs) Right. Can't you just imagine, like, how many times Paul Millsap is going to take – Uh, Joe Ingles or Royce O'Neal or whoever he's matched up against into the post and go into that little rope-a-dope action and just get to the line. So I think Millsap will have Mm -hmm. his moments. But Jeremy Grant, I would be surprised if he does not outplay Paul Millsap minutes-wise in probably every single game in this series.
0: That's where we were trending towards the end of those bubble games, which I know aren't super important, but I think that was... Purposeful by Michael Malone, really testing out that rotation. Final um MPJ over 26
1: and a half combined boards, assist, and points. Let's go over. He's been a walking 2010. Yeah. I mean, 20 and 10 is super gettable for him. Yeah. In this matchup. And then like you're you're pretty much there.
0: Yeah, and you're getting all those minutes. So. Yeah. And yoke to get a triple double plus three forty. I know he really steps it up in the playoffs. And we, as we've said on this show, you know, Gobert is one of his children. He's Gobert's daddy. So uh, this seems safe,
1: right? Yoke should yeah. be locked in. Uh, that feels like good value. So here's the thing about Jokic in these playoffs, and I think this trends well towards a few triple doubles for him. Mm. Think about last year in the playoffs. He had so much responsibility on his shoulders to score 25, 30 yeah, points a game. Right. If he wasn't scoring around like 25 a game, the Nuggets weren't going to be in that game. Mm -hmm. You know, they were going to drop that one. Uh, Jamal Murray's there, but MPJ being a reliable offensive option, which I think he'll be in this series, is going to help out Nikola Jokic a lot. And while I don't think we'll see maybe as many like a 40-point game or like high 30s from him, Jokic is going to rack up the assists in these playoffs. He's going to like absolutely that. rack up the assists. I would be less worried about the assists in a triple-double bet more worried about the rebounds because it doesn't feel like he's grabbing as many rebounds with MPJ on the floor with him. Yeah,
0: he is kind of letting the yeah. youngster do the dirty yeah. work. But you're right. They're kind of missing their secondary ball handlers in Barton and Gary right. Harris and what have you. So he really has to carry a bit more of that playmaking. I mean, load, he's been breaking crazy.
1: 10 assists in less than 30 minutes in some of these seeding games. Yeah, that's crazy. So, I think that's going to continue.
0: Oh, and we were saying we like the over. 214 and a half seems a bit low with how yeah. high-scoring the bubble's been.
1: Yeah, super high scoring and like I said, the Nuggets and Jazz are two <laughs> offensively inclined teams. I mean, Oh yeah. Did you watch any of the seeding <laughs> games? <laughs> right, right. Denver has the worst defense in the bubble. The Jazz just have launched the second most threes per game in the bubble after Houston. Uh, so I, I think this is going to be an offensively an offense first game as well yeah. old school Western Conference shootout. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, Just around the the NBA. We have Nets Raptors. That's probably a sweep, right?
1: I mean, I won't be tuning into that series. I don't think. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow! I actually
0: <laughs> I forget all the time who the Nets even have on their roster. A lot of Joe I Harris, guess Karis my guy. Laver Shout and out Joe Harris, America's <laughs> pride, Team USA, America's all the way. America's shooting guard, Joe <laughs> yeah, Harris. Yeah, exactly. And Jared Allen's still there, right? Yeah. So okay, but the Raptors, really, if you think about it, of the top two seeds in either conference, so mm-hmm. the two LA teams and the Bucks and Raptors, the Raptors, really, the only top seed that's looked ri- like still good in the bubble.
1: They're so solid, dude. They're so they're good great. defensively. There's no holes. Yeah. offensively they share the ball they play beautiful basketball they're mm-hmm. unselfish they have a great coach yeah the Raptors deep, are just athletic. like NBA bliss right now that's true they're just doing it right
0: who's not NBA bliss is the Philadelphia 76ers plus 225 in game one against the Celtics mm.
1: what do you think about Philly Alley
0: yeah Alley are <laughs> yeah not good
1: I think Philly would be happy if they were just given the option to go home right now Wow.
0: They really, the I think they're uh, to
1: choose the uh, blue pill over the red pill. <laughs> love oh,
0: that. They have no closers, man. It's such a problem for them. Yeah,
1: well, Ben rough. Simmons is out. Yeah, Ben Simmons, yeah, out. Ben Simmons
0: yeah. being out does not help. Fair yeah. enough, Allie. <laughs> That's so
1: true. Philly's so frustrating, man. Like, you just know that that team doesn't really like playing together, yeah. and you can just see it on the floor. And it's sad because I love Ben Simmons. I, oh, I I, know. I like I know. what Embiid brings. Yeah. Oh, totally. I like some of uh, some of those pieces, but that team was just put together so horribly. It's definitely interesting yeah. when you hear from former Sixers as well, with JJ Redick, Jimmy Butler, yeah. the way that they feel
0: about the team and kind of the dynamic. Yeah, that whole dynamic. And I thought guys like Tobias Harris uh would be very complimentary. I thought Al Horford would be complimentary. It's been the
1: exact opposite. Yeah. If you're a fan of a potential Ben Simmons trade this summer, not just for the Nuggets, but for any team in the league. Uh, Beyond the, the lookout. The Philly front office is one I think you can pull one over on. Mm. I think you can pull one over on the Philly front office.
0: He'd be an interesting like wing option, but he's actually the primary ball handler type deal in Denver. Yeah. Um, I, I think I don't
1: get what they were doing. playing him.
0: kind of like sprinkling the Mavs plus 235 today against the Clippers.
1: Yeah, see, I really like the Clippers in this series. You do. Yeah, I think this is a bad matchup for Dallas. Mm. Chris Kristaps can't Clippers make a difference. He's their one option. Kawhi's going to p- lock down Luka. They've got PG to throw at Luka. They've yeah. got Kawhi to throw at Luka. Yeah. They're going to need thirty plus point games from Porzingis. I think. Oh, totally. Hundred
0: percent. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess but maybe we-
1: the game one factor. You know, maybe the game right. one factor is right. something. Where the Clippers come into this series super confident. And they're like, okay, you know, we, we got Dallas. And, you know, this is Lucas' first playoff game, right? Right, he, right. He's hungry. So maybe he comes out uh, hot in game one.
0: The, really, the series I find interesting all haps start off tomorrow, Magic Bucks, morning sleeper. Uh, but, you know, the two, four, five, Heat Pacers, Thunder Rockets, Leaning Rockets, Leaning Heat. But I don't know. The Pacers kind of scare me. I'm not betting against the Pacers.
1: The Pacers don't scare me as much just with the team that they've got right now. Like no Sabonis. Warren's a little banged up, too, I think. So I like the heat in that series. Rockets-Thunder, I think, could be the most fascinating series of the first round. Definitely the most competitive. And with Russell Westbrook's injury, I'm not counting out the Thunder. I'm not.
0: Chris Paul revenge game, too.
1: Yeah. Chris Paul's on a mission this year. Yeah. That's no, on a for mission. For
0: sure. And even though I'm kind of rooting for the Rockets because I think they could give the Lakers a real run for their money, I kind of like the Blazers in this first game. I kind of like sprinkling a Blazers upset. If there was I mean, ever a year to see the third ever eight-seed upset, this would be the time.
1: Why not? And I like sprinkling a little on them for game one. Yep. I like that. Yep. Portland's. Probably as hot, maybe, as any team uh, like has ever been over a, a five- or six-game stretch. Right, right Think yeah. about the confidence Portland has right now riding into this first game.
0: Well, and the Lakers, another team that's re- been really impacted by a lack of backcourt depth. For sure. So teams like Portland are tough matchups. Teams like the Rockets, assuming Russ can be back, yep. another tough matchup. I mean, so, yeah, this... Uh, this is shaping up to be really, really exciting NBA playoffs, the as other, wide yeah. open as I can remember. The
1: other thing with Portland, like I don't think anybody in the league is necessarily a good matchup for Anthony Davis. But <laughs> yes. Portland at least has bodies to throw at him. They've got Nurkic. They've got Whiteside. Yep. They've got Zach Collins. Yep. They at least have 18 fouls right mm-hmm. there. <laughs> so they've right, got bodies right. to throw at the Lakers' right. bigs, make them work at least. Right. Um
0: And you'll be asking a lot from AD to kind of cover up and be that big who can come out and defend the perimeter as well. Can he do that for three consecutive series? He's had troubles holding up, especially if then he's banging down low with those guys as
1: well. Mm -hmm. Mm. The biggest worry with Portland, though, is that they just have no matchup for LeBron. They just don't. And Gary Trent, my heart goes out to him. He's a great (laughs) young player, it looks like. But (laughs) I just can't see it. I mean, Hazonia... um, Yeah. (laughs) Yikes. We should
0: probably move on. (laughs) (laughs) Even considering his own, as your LeBron stopper is a massive (laughs) yikes, man. That's big trouble. Anything else on the NBA? Any Um, final notes
1: for me? I mean, I've been going with the Clippers all season to win Mm -hmm. it all. I'm still going with the Clippers to win it all.
0: Oh, Harrison. Break my heart. I I think they're beatable now, though. Oh, they are certainly beatable. Lou coming back did... Kind of make me recalibrate and be like, oh, yeah.
1: They are certainly beatable. I don't think anybody in the league the way, right now is unbeatable. That's the beauty. Yeah, that yeah. is the beauty.
0: Okay, just quickly, um, the over for the Yankees going against the Red Sox. We've been murdering the over for whatever opponent the Red Sox have had. God, I love um, you guys. It's a plus 100 to go over 5.5. They would have to set this at 8.5 for me to ever consider the under. Um, And then Rockies, big underdogs against the Astros with Kyle Freeland on the mound. So I like my chances. I've always said they're the best um, team record as underdogs in the MLB. So I'll place a bet on that. And finally, the league adjusts to me betting the under three and a half runs in the first three innings. Really good pitcher, pitcher matchup tonight. They moved it to two and a half. Still taking the under. I'm, I'm calling your bluff, Vegas. We'll see how that works out. <laughs> and real quick, because we have the Avs as well, another adjustment by Vegas. Despite the over basically hitting every time at the 5.5, it's been set up 5 easy over there. Avs puck line, they are absolutely going to kill the Coyotes after that loss. I know it. Plus 140, oh, they Williams win right by now. Touch William. <laughs> and uh, Kale McCarr, really started to come along in that game, take him to score at plus 330. Unbelievable value. You parlay that with yoke, triple, double. I think you're going to have a nice little oh, the uh, parlay King, Andre Simone. That's right. That's right. So that's, I've emptied the clip there. Thank you so much, <laughs> Harrison. Of course. Go nuggets. Best of luck, everyone. And before we close out shout out, of course, to the good people at DraftKings right now, they're running a special NBA bet. I believe it's running all week. 20 plus dollar bet on any NBA game, you're going to get a $10 free bet. Wow. With the kind of value that we're giving you here, you you do that on a safer bet like the MPJ props, maybe the, the three pointers, that's going to be over in like 20 minutes. <laughs> then you take that free bet <laughs> Might and you be put over it, two minutes into the yeah, game. exactly. And like, you know, so then, uh, that's time. a nice allotment of resources there. And you can only do that, uh, with our good friends at DraftKings. You can download the top rated DraftKings sportsbook app now and use code DNVR. When you sign up for a limited time, all new users can bet $1 to win 252. That was, a uh, Here we go. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, Allie, this is a bad one. (laughs) All users can get a $10 free bet when placing a bet of $20 or more on all first round of playoff action. As I just mentioned, DraftKings Sportsbook is all out going all out by offering you $10 free bet when placing a bet of 20 plus dollars on all first round playoff action. Again, that's promo code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Other terms and conditions and restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. That was an all-timer. Best <laughs> of luck, guys. <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow.